Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty Sports Byline Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Yeah, the man was correcting that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide 35, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. Straight up today, we're talking... Boxing and MMA, and I sure was a little pause there because, you know, boxing's been on such a hot roll. I mean, it just was. I mean, boxing was rocking and rolling until two weeks ago, of course, when, you know, Andy Ruiz showed up down there in Saudi Arabia, like 80, 90 pounds overweight. Mm, okay, 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 maybe 70 pounds overweight. Bottom line was, he showed up like, looking like a buffet uh, baron instead of a heavyweight champion. And in the night, he lost all 12 rounds. Of course, got to give Joshua some credit there. He boxed with a plan. He boxed superbly for with a plan. But, you know, it wasn't my type of evening as far as boxing was concerned because I wanted two guys to be prepared evenly. Last night, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., of course, did his thing. Well, when I say did his thing is that he quit like a dog. And he sort of, you know, listen, he's a rich kid from the suburbs. Imagine that. A rich kid from the Mexican suburbs, okay? That's what he is. He's not some hungry kid like his father who didn't eat and didn't didn't had to go without and that kind of good stuff. This guy's been given the golden spoon since the day he was born. The bottom line is, kid ain't much of a fighter. Don't have a whole lot below the belt. But just to show you how fair I am, I will interview Chavez Jr. post-fight. After the uh, official post-fight interview, I will bring you a one-on-one interview with myself and Julio Cesar Chavez stemming from last night's defeat at the hand of Danny Jacobs. Of course, that was in Arizona. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. 35, make that 36 plus years now. Ring Talk live worldwide. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization okay. is boxing what, only let me, let me, let me, let me. body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let me set the scene for you folks. He is the son of the greatest fighter in the history of Mexico. That's right, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., of course, taking taking battle last night against Danny Jacobs, a kid from Brooklyn, New York, of course. Them doing battle in Phoenix, Arizona. It was supposed to be a 12-round battle of, you know, of incredible fortitude. I mean, Mexico versus the United States. The kid that beat cancer against the son of an icon. What happened? Straight up, listen to, listen to the post-fight interview. All right, Julio, what happened out there in the ring? Julio, ¿qué pasó en el ring? Yo, yo estaba peleando muy bien. Eh, me estaba acercando bien en la distancia. Un round antes... Me pegó un, un, un cabezazo, me cortó, y después me pegó otro cabezazo en la nariz y un upper que me fracturó la nariz, yo creo, y, y no, ya no podía yo agarrar aire, pero los dos fueron cabezazos y un codazo. 
So uh, I was fighting a good fight. I was getting closer. Uh, one round before I got headbutted, uh, he cut me above the left eye, and then he headbutted me again, and I got um, he fractured my nose. So I was having a lot of trouble breathing, but I also received an elbow to the nose. Man, you got to be kidding me. I don't want to hear this crap anymore, okay? So I finally got Chavez post-fight, post-fight interview. He and I got together, and I said to him, listen, man, people think you quit like a dog. What the hell happened? No, come, come, wait, Tom, come, Tom, Junior, Junior, you're the son of an icon. You're the son of Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., my brother. How can you do this? Okay, that's the end of our interview with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Unfortunately, it didn't go well, folks. As you can tell, he just dogged it out last night, as he has in the past. You know, this is the kid that interviewed, like, I don't know how long ago, like 2004, was it? That long, long time ago, man. San Jose, California, he didn't shave yet. I asked him, do you shave? He said no. He used a scissor to cut the hair on his face. No, he had a couple of hairs that stuck out of his face. The kid didn't even shave yet. Whole lot of responsibility put on that kid. They put on his, you know, he had to be like I would have had to be Ali's son here in the country, in the United States, to sort of be the same thing that Chavez Jr. was to Chavez Sr. But as I told you, Chavez Sr. grew up in, you know, the cocaine people down there and, and, and uh, Mitchell McCann. They sort of funded him to an extent. And then, and then uh, uh, Jose Suleiman sort of took over as his unofficial manager, the president of the World Boxing Council. But the bottom line was, you know, he was hungry early on. He didn't eat. I mean, the, he, you know, he was impoverished. His kid was never impoverished, okay? His kid, one time he was fighting at the L.A. Forum, and I know the referee, and the referee went in there to give him final instructions. You know, they give him, they don't give him in the ring anymore. They give him in the dressing room, right? So he went in there to give him final instructions, and he was, I hate to use this word on the air, but he was banging some broad in the shower. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. preparing for a 10-round main event at the Los Angeles Forum was having sex, like, you know, 45 minutes before the fight or one hour before the fight in the shower at the L.A. Forum. You know, so the L.A. Locker's dressing room, I guess that's what the bottom line is. At the end of the day, he is not a dedicated young man, never was, and I think there was unfair burden put on him. Now, I think he can just walk away from boxing. You know, I mean, he looked good physically. You can't get him in better shape physically, I think, than they got him. But the bottom line is, you know, physical condition and mental condition, I never understood the correlation between the two until the great Alexis Arguello taught me in 1982 because I came up short in the Golden Glove Championship fight. And I said, why well, they took away two points? I thought I won. Anyway, but um, uh, I came up short, and I said to him, I said to Alexis, he was preparing for the first uh, Aaron Pryor fight in 1982. I said to him, hey, man, how do you know if you're mentally prepared for a fight? How do you know? He said, well, you get yourself in the best physical shape you can get in, and then you get in better shape than that. And then you'll know you're in condition both mentally and physically. The words of the great Alexis Arguello, the explosive thin man from Nicaragua. May he rest in peace. Now we take it from Nicaragua and, of course, in the Sports Byline Studios, to the Bronx. They're bringing the Bronx Palmer, the PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. Sir, did you hear the interview with me and Chavez Jr.? Yeah, that was pretty poignant stuff, you know. Um, I, the irony was that as he's being escorted out of the ring yesterday, um, Mickey Rourke, who is a, a big Chihuahua um, breeder, <laughs> from what I understand, <laughs> so, you know, he was the one covering up Chavez. It was just just a horrible night. It really was. Um, I don't want to say that I was. Uh, I felt sorry for him, Chavez, 
of the Chavez family, but it was just ugly to watch, you know. Um, and I don't mean the people throwing debris. I mean, the fans definitely have the right to to be upset, Not certainly not to throw things into the into the ring, but they definitely felt like they were ripped off. Well, that's um, what they were. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? I was at a fight in Sacramento, California, and Dr. James Jenkins stopped the fight. Tony Lopez was fighting John John Molina in their first fight, and Molina had, was whipping on Tony. Tony was weight woed. Anyway, they were throwing stuff in the ring, and they had sort of had that night. They sort of had a reason, you know. I mean, so sometimes fight fans do have a reason, and they did pay their money. And when they show up like that, and you know, a guy pulls them. Pulls what, what Chavez Jr. did because, you know, I looked at him physically and, and he didn't look broken physically. He looked broken mentally, but he didn't look broken physically. And I think he was broken mentally before he got in the ring. So, therefore, he, I almost consider him handicapped because he's fighting with such an incredible burden on his shoulders, Socrates. I mean, with God, Lord, it would be like Juan Marichal's kid trying to pitch in the major leagues. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I mean... It was the old adage to to he who's given a lot much is expected. Um, unfortunately, a lot because of the advantage that Chavez had, probably that other fighters didn't. You know, I mean, he was fighting on HBO. You know, basically, like after his tenth fight, you know, he, he was is stuff that you just didn't see. And, and last night, he was set to make three million dollars. No, he made three million. I thought they deducted the the one. Oh, I don't no, think I don't, I don't think I don't think they're going to take anything. I mean, I don't think at the end of the day they're going to take anything from him. I, if they, are they saying they're going to take a million from his pay or something like that? Is that what they're saying? I thought he had to forfeit it to to Jacobs. I thought that's how the fight went down. And, oh, because of the weight. Because of the weight. Right. Right. That's from what I understand. I don't. Know, I could be. I could be wrong, but that's how I, I I understood things. But either way, I mean, two million bucks is not a bad payday. You know? No, but but no, but you I'm know, not going to give up. I'm not going to give up a million bucks for four and a half pounds either. It seemed a little harsh, especially <laughs> when you start to. I mean, especially when I think of um, Marquez, who gave up how many? Only was compensated how many thousand dollars by Mayweather after Mayweather blatantly refused to even <laughs> try to make the weight. You know, but that was intention- too- that was intentional. Yeah. He absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He had no intention. Okay, so Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. finished his career at 51-4, and four, been stopped twice, 33 KOs, of course, lost to Danny Jacobs inside the distance. Before that, he had lost to Saul Alvarez, of course, Canelo Alvarez. That was in 2017. Prior to that, Sergio Martinez beat him up pretty good in 2012. And, of course, man, you know, he had a nice run, a nice undefeated run there, but you know, you look at some of the guys he fought, and they weren't exactly Hall of Famers, but he sort of did learn on the job. In other words, he didn't have a big, didn't have a stellar amateur career and that kind of good stuff. So he was learning on the job. And I will say this: he's in a he he can do a little bit. He's not he can fight. Well, he can fight a little bit. He's not a bum. Right? No, he's, he's not, not a bum. bum. I mean, he's he's just got he's got less than he's got less he's got small and he's got small testicles. Let's put it to you like that. Okay. Listen. Last night, the irony of the fight, it was a competitive fight, and it was a good fight. And my thing was this. They looked like two different weight classes last night. I mean, Chavez Jr. was a big man last night. I don't know if Danny Jacobs would have been able to finish that fight strong after the eighth round, ninth round, with Chavez leaning on him and hitting him with everything. And He never hurt Chavez. Um, He claims that that the... that the nose um, being fractured with a headbutt, I didn't see it per se. I would have to watch the fight again. 
but he had his moments. He was hitting Danny Jacobs with right hands, and it was a competitive fight. And I probably, my, the cynic in me probably thinks that a close decision in his hometown, he probably gets it, you know? But that's all uh, hypothetical at this point. And I don't think, it didn't sound post-fight that Chavez Jr. was going to retire, though. Man, he's retired in my book. Give him his yeah. Social Security check. He's done. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. The Oh, can I keep going? Uh, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I think we even got something going on YouTube. Bottom line is this is Ring Talk live worldwide. But, hey, you know that. I was fighting, and, and um, you know, I came over to the corner, and I just couldn't breathe, and I was swallowing a lot of blood. Um, and, you know, he had uh, elbowed me, and he had bet- butted me. and You took the words right out of my mouth. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. Hey, travelers! Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the time. One minute, 13 seconds in round number two. Our referee in charge, David Field, stops the contest. He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still undefeated. And the new IBF lightweight champion of the world, Dale Fimor Lopez. Teofimo Lopez, you get that world championship. You fulfilled your father's prophecy that you Where would be it, a champion. <laughs> it's right there. What does this mean to you, though, to be called a world champion? God, thank you. <laughs> Always. Adios, gracias. Gracias, adios. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> I'm lost for words, but like the, the great KG said, anything is possible. Anything is possible! You fought a heavy-handed champion who had power in both hands. How were you able to break him down like that? Preparation, man. <laughs> That's a bad guy. That's a bad man right there. Any shot could have done the same thing. So I think everybody was looking forward to this fight for those reasons, man. It was going to be an explosive night. This is a place where the greatest fighters have fought where the greatest fighters have lost, but you come away with your first ever title, and you did it just down the street from where you were born. What does this mean to you? Everything. It's a blessing on blessing, man. Uh, I'm grateful, man. I just want to tell everybody out there, dreams come true, man. You just got to have faith in it and just keep going. 17 years, man. My first world title, winning it at Madison Square Garden. This is surreal, man. Your dad said you would be a champion in 15 fights and that you would be fighting Vasily Lomachenko in your 16th fight. Who do you want next? You guys know who you want, man. 2020, it'll be going down. But as of right now, I'm going to finish the year enjoying life. Enjoying life as we all should, man. I'm more than an athlete. And I go to every athlete out there, to every fan that, that think that we're just robots. We're more than athletes, baby. More than athletes. You're getting seated. Honduras, this is para ti. Thank you very much. The new champion, Teofimo Lopez, Joe. Just in his 15th fight, he's going to take on, of course, a monster, of course, in Vasil Lomachenko. Lomachenko, a two-time world amateur champion, considered powerful, maybe the best in the world, of course. He fights at 135 pounds as well. His record is 14-1 and one straight up. These guys are supposed to do it in May, of course. A big Lopez fan on the line from the Bronx, of course, Socrates Palmer, boxing's true PhD. Wow, he made a statement last week, didn't he? Yes, he did. He, yes, he did. There was a... I think it's going to go down uh, historically as one of the best. It's going to be the start of superstardom. What, and, um, what, I'm what, privileged to be there. What, 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 what motivates you to say that? What compels you to say that? I mean, this guy's only got 14 fights. How can you, uh, what, what, you know, if 14 fights, nobody thought Duran was going to be a superstar. No one thought, well, when he took the title from Buchanan, um, I don't know. Just something about the kid, um, 
his confidence, um, the way he fights. I mean, he, that type of one punch punching power is, is is something to behold. You know, he caught him in ex, in exchange, and and the guy that's pretty durable. You know, it wasn't a, a schmo. Um, he's. I think if he keeps his personal life in check, the sky's the limit. I believe that he's as good as any fighter from 130 to 135. I think that he's only going to get better. He's got a great team around him. Uh, he's probably with the best promoters in the world. And I just, I, I don't know, I just something about him. I, obviously, I, I, I can't go by his track record, but up till now, it's pretty good, you know. And and other than the one hip up hiccup against the uh, the Japanese fighter, that he didn't look spectacular. I'll give him a pass because when you saw that he was 100% focused and he was fighting a guy that could have done the same thing to him, you saw the best in him. So that's what I'm, I guess I'm basing it on. The Japanese fighter Nakatani was tall and lanky, and there was all kinds of head trips going into that fight as far as his preparation right. was concerned. And the bottom line is, you know, people don't realize it, but boxers are like nutcases, a lot of them. They're just nutty. They're hard to deal with. People don't realize it. And, you know, now that I'm working in music or trying to promote musical acts instead of trying to promote um, boxing, I don't have to work with 12 guys. I don't have to have 12 guys show up. I don't have to cater. I mean, it's just a whole lot different, man. And, and dealing with personalities, individual personalities in boxing, whether you're a manager, a promoter, or even a member of the media, it ain't easy stuff sometimes. Yeah, fighters have a reputation for being almost, uh, I don't want to, Almost like children, like you know, they, they, petulant child. Yeah, I mean they, and not not just fighters. I mean athletes in general. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you when you're treated as better than everybody else, um, you know, you, you, it's nice. It's easy to get used to being catered to and pampered to, and that kind of uh, enables them. You know, some of their uh, diva-ish behavior and and um, like you said, I mean, you have to be a little off to want to get into the ring and and fight somebody. Don't you think? I don't think. Well, I, yeah, I guess so. But, you know, I think it all starts when somebody calls you out in the street. I mean, that's basically where it all begins. You don't, you don't start off as a boxer. Somebody calls you out in the street, and that's sort of like, yikes, I got to do something about this, or, or I'm going to be trounced for the rest of my life. Yeah, that is true. It's uh, the uh, fight-or-flight mentality and, and you know, competition. Competition is a beautiful thing, you know, especially <laughs> if you're good at it. You know. Yeah. All right. Now tonight we've got. Oh, first of all, let's let's not let's not uh, let's not neglect the fact Terrence Crawford looked outstanding last week. Terrence Crawford, it's funny. He, he faced adversity. You know, I think going in, he probably didn't realize how good of a fighter he had in front of him, and he was forced to to work. He you know he earned his check last week. That's for sure. Um, he was hurt in that fight. You know, maybe he was knocked down, but ref waved it off, but he definitely was buzzed. And he dusted himself off, and he stepped, put it in a different gear. And he really showed what type of dog he is. I mean, he is just, he's a fighter. You know, he's hes, he's a guy that um, likes to engage. He's a beautiful uh, counter-puncher, and he really knows how to how to close a show to um, steal a word from uh, from the great Larry Merchant he closes a show like a champion okay and 
it's just something, it's, it's an intangible that a lot of guys don't have. Interesting. Earl Spence is going to make an appearance tonight on the Harrison-Charlo uh, rematch card. He's going to do something as far as in the studio is concerned with Fox. Listen, mm-hmm. between you and I if, I, if somebody said to me you were a top 10 welterweight right now, you know what I'd want to do? I'd want to be the first guy to fight Earl Spence. I'd want to be that. I mean, if he was going to fight again, I'd want to be that first guy. You know, Can you feel me on that? I mean, I just think that... I just think that being thrown out of a car at 85 or 90 miles an hour and, and, and being loaded and those neurological issues, I think they're involving the, the right eye and things like that. I don't, think, I don't think that stuff can be overcome physically, let alone emotionally and mentally. I, I agree. I don't think uh, they're going to have a hard time trying to find an opponent for Errol Spence. Well, it's you. And- You're the guy. You are Cuddy. It's either you or Cuddy. I mean, that's it. Outside of you two guys, you know, they're 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 limited on opponents. You know, it, uh, it's <laughs> going to be very interesting to see to see how Mister Spence comes back. I, I wish I could make one forty-seven. <laughs> All right, well, maybe one forty-seven. Uh, speaking of tonight, Mister Harrison and Mister Charlo doing the rematch. Is the bad is the bad blood here really real, or is just two guys running the game? I think it's real. I think it's real. I think that Charlo was embarrassed. Um, I think that he's somebody that, like I've said before, he, he definitely reads his own hype. Um, and he believes it. You know, he he and his brother walk around like they are the cat's meow, and and he was taken back. You know, he was he, you know, he got some humble pie. Now you could it was a controversial decision, but Tony Harrison just basically has gotten under his skin and and it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to be able to fight with that emotion um i think if the fight is boring it's 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 to harrison's advantage you know if he's able to frustrate him the way he did the last fight fight a very cautious fight i think if he tries to bang it out with charlo then he's playing right into his hands and he he could go to sleep Mm -hmm. you know that's one thing that charlo's could do and what I've noticed the last year, the Charles has gotten a little lazy. You know, they rely too much on that one-punch power. You know, um, he was, when he disposed of uh, Erickson Lubin, uh, that was, uh, might have been a detriment to him. You know, I, I don't think that he expected Harrison to have the type of grit that he showed. And uh, if Harrison fights a disciplined fight, it's going to be uh, the same result. Of course, that's on, that's on Fox night. Uh, DAZN's got things going on as far as ESPN Plus has got things going on. Of course, uh, wow, we're going to say a big day of boxing, folks. Check out the apps. And, of course, Fox as well tonight. Mr. PhD, you have a wonderful holiday, you and the family. And, of course, tell your agent that I respect her the utmost. She's like the toughest woman I have to deal with. <laughs> I definitely will pass that on. Thank you, Pedro. All the best to all the listeners. Have a, a wonderful Christmas and, a, and a, enjoy all the holidays that you celebrate. Boxing's only PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer from the Bronx, New York City. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday edition, live on Sports Byline. Of course, we come to you Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. Of course, we can keep going, but the bottom line is that's the Saturday show. The Sunday show, totally different show. Two hours as well, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time for two hours right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and a thousand other platforms. Bottom line is, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide 2019, baby!
decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com That's MoneyASAP.com MoneyASAP.com Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. This is Lou Landers from Sports Over in Night America. You can catch my co-host Raw McLeese and I every Friday night on the Sports Byline Radio Network. We talk MLB, NFL, fantasy sports, gambling. We'll help you win money. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news from around the world of sports. Sports Overnight America, 11 p.m. Pacific, every Friday night on the Sports Byline Radio Network. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's got a crazy gas tank, crazy gas tank. I love this song. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide in his 36th year. Often imitated, but hardly duplicated. Straight up, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts. Coast USC rocking and rolling. USC 246 coming up their next big event, January 18th at T-Mobile Arena, of course, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Conor McGregor. 
Conor McGregor coming back. I'm not a big Conor fan, of course, so we're not going to delve too heavily into that. But he's taking on the Cowboy Donald Cerrone, who's only lost his last two fights. The bottom line is McGregor wasn't looking for a tough guy to come back again, of course. And, of course, John Jones coming back in UFC 247, the light heavyweight champion of the world. Never beaten, actually disqualified once, but he's got some steroid uh, steroid background, not once but twice. And, of course, the cocaine issues as well. The cocaine issues I have no problems with. I mean, if a guy wants to do blow off to off, when he, if he wants to do blow, that's more power to him. But if you do steroids, Pedro's got a problem with you doing steroids. Anabolic steroids, of course, this is like fighting, man. You know, combat sports. And this is in golf. We're not hitting baseballs. We're not hitting golf balls. We're not like playing tennis. We're like hitting people. We're trying to do damage to other human beings. And if you have the unfair advantage of being able to recover faster because you're on steroids or hit harder because you're on steroids, the bottom line is you need to be banned forever. And of course, McGregor, um, not my favorite guy as far as um, all-time greats are concerned. John Jones, again, one of the all-time greats, but not one of my favorite guys either. But then again, guys don't have to be good outside of the ring. They have to be good inside the ring and inside the octagon, right? So I'm judging fighters on, on, on the entire package when I should just step aside and say, you know what? John Jones is a pretty damn good fighter, man. So you just shut up and respect him. Of course, he's taking on a good fighter February 8th at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Of course, Toyota Center is rocking and rolling. Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes comes to fight. But, you know, John Jones, consider maybe the best pound for pound right now or pretty close, him and Khabib. Um, but if John Jones was on the downside based on the last couple of fights, maybe so. He was off a long time, you know. And, you know, can I say he's gotten older and he likes doing that blow. He loves doing he didn't say he gave up the blow. He said he loves doing the blows. Anyway, John Jones, Dominic Reyes in the main event. The co-feature, uh, the women's flyweight champion, Valentina Shevchenko. Of course, um, nice fighter, no doubt about that. Taking on Catlin Tuganian. Bottom line is, uh, it's a good female fight at 125 pounds. Heavyweights on the card, Derek Lewis and Elir Latifi, of course, the Samoan guy from New Zealand. Bottom line is UFC 247 from the Houston and the Toyota Center. Of course, that's going down. The big fight card, as far as 2020 is concerned, as far as I'm concerned, is this, and and I think it's going to rock and roll, man, is, is this Khabib card. I mean, I'm you know, Khabib's a monster. He's taking on Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson's the guy that was pulling, pouring holy water on his wife. Like, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this up, okay? You can't. I'm telling you, you can't make it up. His wife called the cops. Maybe you've heard this on the show in the past. His wife called the cops, 911, and she said, I'm worried about my, I'm worried about my, uh, roll the tape. Did he I, hurt you or your children? No, no. No, you're just, okay. really just random stuff, you know, like. He puts holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you um, going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? 25 and 3, of course, is Tony Ferguson. Of course, this was like earlier in the year, man. It was like April. And, of course, him freaking out, pouring the holy water on the wife. And, of course, I've said this in the past. There's not a man on this Maybe there's not maybe, well, there's not too many men that haven't wanted to pour holy water on a woman at one point in time, thought she was a devil, okay? But, you know, you don't do it to your wife, and then you don't sort of, like, get, re- you don't recover from that. That's not something you recover from. Like, hey, man, I was having a down day, so I thought my old lady was a devil, and I poured holy water on her. You know, I think you need some deep psychological uh, therapy. And the bottom line is Tony Ferguson didn't go that route. Of course, he's he's a, he's a one of a time one of a kind type of guy. Doesn't spar, does all kinds of weird stuff as far as his, his training methods are concerned. But man, he's twenty five and three, and he's going to rock. He's going to need it to take on Khabib. Khabib is the monster of all monsters. I saw this guy. He 
was a kid and he's on YouTube beating up lions and tigers. And I mean, he's just, he's, he's amazing. He's 25 and 0, 26 and 0, 20. Whoever's record book you go to, there's always an O. Sometimes a 20 differs, but there's always an O. Nobody's ever beat him. Nobody's ever come close. I mean, he breaks you down. What was he doing to that one guy a couple of years ago? What did he say to him? Please, please quit right now. I, I will break you. I am breaking you. Please stop before I have to hurt you. I mean, he was telling the guy, hey, man, you know, I'm about to kick your ass. You know, probably better to bow out. But the guy didn't bow out. And, of course, Khabib, as undefeated, a lightweight champion. Of course, him beating Connor in which way he did, of course, made Connor, you know, return to uh, the booze and whatever he does over there in Ireland. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, Conor McGregor is not a dedicated fighter, and he may still be a draw, but as far as I'm concerned, not not my type of guy as far as a UFC fighter is concerned. Just not, just, just not dedicated enough. Well, Frank Yeager stepped in at the last minute and went to Korea. Of course, uh, it was supposed to be the Korean zombie, Chan Sung Hung, taking on uh, Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega, of course, the darling and the media boy, the guy that I loved out of East L.A. He, had, he was the Oscar De La Hoya of MMA. They could have made zillions of dollars off this guy, zillions of dollars. But what did they do? They put him in a fight with Max Holloway. Now, that's cool. Max, a former, former featherweight champion, lost that title last week. But, I mean, that's cool. They put him in with Max. He was, you know, basically unbeaten, so he needed to step up and fight somebody. So he fought Max Holloway for the title. But about, about five minutes into the fight, it was pretty obvious that he was getting killed. I mean, his nose was broken and looked like maybe some of his facial bones were being re, re-, re- I mean, this looked bad, okay? So instead of stopping the fight, the referee stepped there and said, hey, you know, we'll just keep on going, man. And his corner said, come on, man, show us what you got. And the doctor, he just sat there and said, you know, I, 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 I wonder what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Maybe it'll be prime rib. Because the doctor definitely wasn't thinking about the guy in the ring. If the doctor was thinking about the guy in the ring, the doctor would have been on top of that and just stopped this. I mean, it was that bad of a fight. But it was the equivalent of one man taking a baseball bat or a stone billy club and beating the other guy over the head with it. That's the best way I could put it. I mean, like almost like the Flintstones type of stuff. And they just let it go and let it go and let it go. And I thought that eventually, you know, I was watching this. I said, Brian Ortega will never be the same, of course. And I don't think he ever will be the same. I saw interviews with him leading up to this fight that was supposed to take place in uh, Buscon, South Korea. Of course, Frankie Edgar stepped in. But this fight that was supposed to take place in South Korea, he talked about getting rid of his corner, getting a new training team, that kind of good stuff. But he didn't talk about... He didn't blame put place of blame really where, where where it belonged, you know, on everybody involved in that fight from the doctor, the UFC. I mean, Dana White, come on, man. What do you what? You know, I wish to God that wish for every to Dana White could take an ass whooping once in a while. I remember Tito Ortiz wanted the gangster slap him a few years ago, and that never materialized. But you know, I just wish he would take a lick in once in a while because he sits there and he wants these fights to keep going and keep going and keep going. This is this is not the Roman days of the gladiator. One man should not have to die or take such incredible punishment that will never be the same again. And I think that was what happened with Brian Ortega. Sorry, man. I mean, people say you keep repeating that and repeating that, repeating that. I just think that that was, that, that was a fight he'll never recover from. Anyway, Frank Yeager steps into the last minute, gets TKO by the Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie, of course, as I said, Chan Sung Hung. Uh, three minutes and 18 seconds into round number one. You, know, you got to give the Korean zombie some props here. He's like, like what, he's like 16 and 5 now? Yeah, 16 and 5. He's lost three by knockout, two by decision, but he's won six by knockout, eight by submission, two by decision. The bottom line is Korean zombie is hot right now. And of course, Asia, 
Asia is going to be the place as far as like, you know, turning the crank. I mean, they're turning the crank with Chinese fighters, turning the crank with with um, fighters from Korea, fighters from Thailand, Thailand and Malaysia, that kind of stuff. They've been doing that for decades. But China is really, really starting to open up now. Of course, Jam, Japan's been rocking and rolling for a long time. But China's really starting to open up. And of course, you remember who opened the door in China as far as boxing was concerned. Yours truly and the entire team, of course, Harold Smith. Uh, Bob Aaron, we all went over in 1993, was it February of 1993, we put on the Brawl at the Wall, the first boxing event ever in the People's Republic of China since 1949, and they take over of Chairman Mao Zedong and the Communist Party. When they came in and took over boxing and ran out all the opium heads and that kind of good stuff and made smoking hash like a death, a death sentence, um, you know, no boxing until 1993. And, of course, we brought it, and now it's rocking and rolling. And of course, I remember when we were talking a pay-per-view deal, we talked to pay-per-view deal in in macau was in macau was in no was in beijing and harold smith sent me in there but harold smith i hope he's i hope he's doing well health-wise i hear something to the contrary but i'm hoping that i was wrong that's wrong anyway harold smith tells me that we've got to get i think they wanted four tenths of a cent per household or per unit per sold unit and i don't know how they were going to sell this but they wanted four tenths of a cent so i went in there and harold says listen man don't you come out of there with less than four tenths of a cent well, I came out of there with two-tenths of a cent, okay? Because the bottom line was this Chinese man just broke me down after about an hour and a half of negotiating. We were back and forth and back and forth. And we weren't really going nowhere because nobody was really moving. And he said to me, Mr. Fernandez, he goes, please, 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 don't let a little money stand in the way of big money. And he was right at that point. So I learned a little bit over there in in China, of course, as far as negotiations and business was concerned. But that was in 1993. Of course, when back in 1994, we did a card in Macau. That didn't turn out too well. That was a bit of a disaster. But the 93 card, man, with Ali there and, of course, uh, Leonzo Barber defending the the WBO light heavyweight championship against, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name right now. But Mike Weaver is on that card. It was a fantastic event. We had a good time. Sir Jabalot, Sir Jabalot was a fighter out of Northern California, Keith McMurray. He had a bit of a um, substance issue problem, substance issues, uh, and he sold his passport over there for 2500 bucks. I told you the story. Muhammad Ali got him on the plane in China. Muhammad Ali got him off the plane in the United States through customs, the whole nine yards. You couldn't do that probably nowadays. Or maybe Ali still could do it. If all of you still around, but those are some fun events, those two events, of course, in China brought to you by Harold Smith. And I bring up Harold Smith again because people tell me they're not hearing from him anymore, and I, I hope to God he's okay. I mean, we've had our issues over the years, but he was at one point in time like a father to me before things went south. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, the Korean zombie rocking and rolling. Give him some props. He's, you know, people thought he was just a limited guy that had a good little rap with him. No, you know, he's coming along. He's really coming along. As far as knocking out Frankie Edgar in one round, Frankie's not the easiest guy to get out of there. Former lightweight champion dropping down now to 135 pounds, but... You know, maybe the weight loss killed him. Maybe coming in, cutting that weight at the last minute and then going to Korea at the last minute and that kind of good stuff. I mean, that can't be a positive thing. It can't be a positive thing, but I hope he got compensated because at the end of the day, this is professional boxing and we want him to get paid. Guess who's coming back? The monster of the heavyweight division, Francis Ngannou. Yikes, man. Of course, lost that one fight to uh, Stip Miocic, I mean, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Sort of had Miocic going in the first round, but Stippy sort of, like, broke him down and made him, <laughs> you know, 
sound like an asthmatic there. I need an oxygen from the first round on. So he gassed and he lost that fight, lost a fight afterwards. But man, he's rocked and rolled. He's lost those two fights in a row, Stip Miocic and Derek Lewis. And that was back in 2018. But since then, he's knocked out Curtis Blades, knocked him out like in the first round, 45 seconds. Knocked out Kane Velasquez. Of course, Kane coming back after like a two and a half, three, three year layoff. Of course, the former two-time world UFC heavyweight champion, boom, knocked him out. Knocked him out in 26 seconds. Oh, Lord. And it wouldn't have lasted 26 seconds had Cain Velasquez not tried to dance around like a girl. And I'm trying to say, maybe, maybe like a ballet, like a ballerina. That's what he's trying to do. He like a ballet, like an MMA, not an MMA guy. Look like a ballet guy that night. Maybe a, a guy. I mean, watch the fight on YouTube. You know what I'm talking about. Of course, in his last fight, Nganu on ESPN knocked out. Junior Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos, of course, knocked out Cain Velasquez at one point. Junior Dos Santos, the world heavyweight champion. Of course, you know, what can I say? Everything's going to roll on this big fight. Francis is the guy right now. He's really the fight, the guy that everybody wants to see as far as heavyweight cha- heavyweights are concerned in the world of mixed martial arts. Because when he comes... You know, and his ground game wasn't much, and guys learned how to do that. Take him down and make him work on the ground, that kind of stuff. But not no more, baby. I think he's such a physical specimen, and I don't think anybody's going to get him down anymore. I think he's going to beat people down. I think that he's headed for the World Heavyweight Championship. Without a doubt, I'm talking about Francis Ngannou taking battle, of course. That's going to go. It's going to be a good fight, no doubt. Any, any fight involving Ngannou is a good fight, but... You got to feel sorry for anybody that steps in against him. That's just the way it is because he's going to crunch, guys. I don't think he'll lose for a long time unless, unless, of course, he gets hit on the chin. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast. My buddy, late Rick Stevens here on lead with Tower of Power. You are still a young man, baby. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. 
Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If what you're looking for is real loving, then what you see is what you get. Ha! What you see, what you see, is what you get. What you see is what you get, baby. The Dramatics and Ring Talk Live Worldwide Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours, of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeart Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, like a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, good day of boxing, of course, today, man. The Zone's got it going on. The Zone, of course... December 21st, ESPN Plus has got it going on. Of course, 2.30 p.m. Pacific time, say 11.30. Take that back, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. Danny Dubon, a heavyweight fight. Of course, also on the uh, 21st, Fox Sports 1, Hugo Centaro took Juan Macias Montiel. December 21st, Fox, uh, the main network, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock in the West. Tony Harrison and Jermail Charlo. Bottom line is, good night of boxing, no doubt about this. December 23rd, Ryota Murata versus Stephen Butler on ESPN Plus for the uh, WBA middleweight title. Now, I want to mention this. A couple things. Um, wow. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is, serving, is, is celebrating 35, make that 36 plus years now. But I want to thank you because you can be doing a million things right now. And the fact you're listening to the show, well, I got to give you your props. Now, I want to mention this. The homeless population is like climbing in this country, folks. And I've got a guy that I try to take care of a couple of blocks from the station, and he sleeps in the rain. I went by there in the rain the other night, and he was out there in a piece of cardboard on the sidewalk, had an umbrella over his head. Bottom line is, it was an ugly scene, no doubt about that. So if you got a chance, don't give money to all these corporations and said, just hand money out to the homeless. Straight up, give them the homeless. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I love you. Thanks for tuning in. This is your Sports Byline production. Sports Byline.